A Question of Faith by Saili Katebe. On his face, the years were telling. His eyes once alive with colour were now shadows, long bled of their vibrant qualities. His skin, once taut with use, draped as the last shroud of a man who has forgotten himself. The ushers of the great hall were accustomed to his comings and goings. It had been years since he attended a service accompanied by wife and son. Now he creeps under the silent vigil of the crucifix to say his prayers. His lips had counted away the years of the varnished pine on that old cathedral. Every man has in him a story without an audience. To the crucifix with his burden still pinned to it, he offered the secret journal of a man burdened by his bitterness. Some of his hidden stories he is liberated from, jaded by the decay that meets thoughts long since unused. Others still hang to him heavily. The icy countenance of the grey walls gained a kinship with his story. He spoke of family. He spoke of life. He spoke of the dark folds hidden in his memory. He cried. He spoke of Mary. Mary was the persistent thread, the vibrant yarn of red woven into his life patiently. Now afraid parchment of a man, turning to the abundant flame of faith to help seal his loose edges. He was riddled with questions. The cold bottles he swallowed whole hadn't simmered the fire in his belly. Maybe a prayer rushing through the hollow house of Holy Communion could extinguish his inquisition. For a man that the world had forgotten, Mary and the church offered sanctuary. She gave him a family again. He hadn't swooned to the holy books as she had done, but the unrelenting love she claimed came from her face was soothing to his spirit. As a boy, he was hard to love, they said. No mother to teach tenderness, so her loving him was as water on wanting earth. As a boy, his spirits were hoisted higher than most, and he had a nose for finding trouble enough to test his father's heavy hand. In learning his father's trade, the firm hand of an infirm mind, he watched his palm weep the faces around him to a cold distance. Only Mary's warming smile and vibrant eyes speckled with blue were true and brave enough to warm him to the notion of worth. He always blamed himself for the return of his father in him. He regretted that on that evening he was his father's son again, riled into agitation by his son's actions. That evening had lived in every evening since then. Any evening quiet enough, any evening potent enough with liquor to ease him into sleep would conjure the incident to life. He always woke up as he tears the last note of life, the last tumble at the last stair as she laid to rest. She was only hoping to calm him. There was ruckus, then there was silence. There have been seven years of silence since. On leaving the church, he followed the empty roads to where there is a mounted stone and his Mary's name etched on. On that day, it had been seven years since he let her rest. The earth was never a fitting place for her. He'd always thought she would lay her wreath for him, never him for her. So we watched in ceremony and laid his apologies where her memory lay. The sun was running away from the day, the last light sinking into the ground waiting for the night to greet him. He was startled by a sound, greeted by two nimble arms pulling him close. 
Little Hope wrapped her arms around her grandfather and held him tight. His only son had arrived to remember his mother. The two exchanged nods and separately made peace. Hope was alive by his feet, looking up at his weary face with, her, with hers still full of life. She greeted him with her eyes, bluer than life, and swollen with undying youth speckled with blue. Playing with the ends of her red sweater, tugging at the loose threads at the sleeves, he stopped her short, stilled her hands and held her close. She saw him as Mary had always done, a man worth loving. A promise of a life had found him in hope.